Fucking fingernail. It's a hand past podcast, podcast, podcast. What a fucking shit show, dude. Come distinct kicking motion, distinct hand passing motion. Wow. How many times do we have to do this? I'm surprised, ends? dude. I'm surprised. I mean, the Mangiapani goal is obviously a goal because even though he kicks it. Oh, well, they had to review that for 20 fucking minutes, eh? The other team has full possession before they put it in their own net. God, they were just hoping that they could prove that it wasn't the case, eh? Oh, yeah. Anytime the Flames score a goal, that's my automatic response. It's like, well, what's the, what are they going to review this for? Right? Like, that is my knee-jerk re- reaction. Legit. Yours, too? Every time we score a goal? and they Every single the, time. They, they just know to show the coach now. I look yeah. at the iPad. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you can, apparently, you can call a timeout now, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Take your, take your yeah. fucking time. What? Do you want to go down to 7-Eleven, grab a big ball? Yeah, maybe, yeah why, don't they grab, why don't they grab key if uh, freaking uh, Tom's had an extra-large pe- pepperoni pizza, too? Eh? Yeah. Can you get him a malt while he's watching the fucking Shout out down. Give him some. Throw, give him something to watch some while pop, he's entertained. Throw some popcorn over the glass. <laughs> some Feed the guy. Poppers. He's, he's obviously the... hungry. Feed him. <laughs> you know, what, is, what do you think he's got behind the bench there? Eh? The snack on. He's got something. You know, he's snacking something in there. Yeah, it's show like he's got to, what do you think his snack of choice is? He's got to be something discreet, obviously. Something disgusting, obviously. Well, I'm sure. Just a greasy hamburger back there. Hmm. <laughs> Good play, guys. Where's the Arby's? Feels like an Arby's night. <laughs> Feels like five pounds of meat in a bun night. Is that Arby's still down by the dome? I don't know. I haven't. <laughs> Dude, all, I had Arby's once as a kid, and it was so oh, grossed out. Oh, my God. I'd, I'd never do it again. <laughs> I couldn't. I tried it once. I've, I was like, Ooh. yeah, I've, I've never had it. I can tell, tell by the just look of it. <laughs> I never wanted just that. <laughs> never wanted to try and consume it, eh? Ugh. Just stay clear. Yeah. Holy shit. What a gong show, dude. And it's look, really- I, hey, we, we debated waiting to the Oilers game to record this, but... There's way too much fucking to talk about with the Leafs game last night. And I think, quite frankly, I'm just trying to avoid the Oilers game, aren't you? Are they yeah. ever going to lose ever again? Well, here's the thing. Like, I'm trying to get psyched up for it. Like, it's Hockey Day in Canada. It's cool. Like, that. not cool. Like, everyone's like, oh, I hope the Oilers win so the Flames can be the ones to break their streak. And I'm sitting here being like, yeah, I think I know how this ends. I don't yeah, think we just got... We just got Austin Matthewed. Yeah, I think we know how this one's gonna end. We it's just got Connor just, McDavid. Yeah, we just got the we just got the Matthews circle jerk on TV. We just have to sit through that. Um, now we have to sit through the McDavid fifty-eight million wins in a row. Hey, at least you probably got to watch the sports now. Oh, maybe it was worse. I had to watch the TSN stream. TSN's definitely way worse on the Leafs. Yeah, for Mike sure. Johnson. Holy fuck! Yeah. Does he want to suck off uh, Matthews or like it's ridiculous, dude? It's I insane. He, I think he might actually. Oh, they absolutely do. 
Matthews looks like he would like return the favor from anybody who asked, to be honest, with that mustache think, and hairdo. I think, I think Mike Johnson might have a, a Matthews blow up doll up there in the booth. <laughs> Just in between commercials, like, <laughs> eh? like fuck. Give it a rest. I could not believe when they did that whole hand pass review shit. Johnson and Gordon Miller, like, mm, uh. checking for the offside here. And <laughs> they, they, could, they had no fucking clue. And then when they announced that they're reviewing for hand pass, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, hand pass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Would you walk up? Be a son of a bitch. Mike Johnson was convinced. Yes. 100% that's a hand pass. How the fuck is that a hand pass? When did this rule fucking come about? Yeah, I like, this is my favorite thing, eh? Like, all these things that just, like, happen to be rules that, like, 99% of hockey fans, like, what the fuck? That's Dude, what game, when? Was this, what game was this earlier in the year? There's a clearing attempt, a rim attempt. Backlund puts his hand up in the air to try. It hits his hand. Yeah. In what fucking point world, like, how well, is that a hand pass? Listen, it hits he did, not, he did not pass it to shit. It doesn't even, like, it's arguable that it hits his hand. There wasn't conclusive evidence even oh to overturn God. it. That's the thing that drives me fucking nuts is that, hey, let's stop the game for this thing that somebody noticed during a timeout, which I think is illegal. Um, And we're going to spend, like, 35 minutes breaking this down frame by frame. We still can't really tell. Like, what the fuck is that? What happened to the rule being like it has to be conclusive proof to overturn too? Fuck. What kind of league is this? Dude, it blows my mind that that is not allowed. That gets called back. On what premise? On what grounds? I don't understand it. I get it if you pull uh, Philippe Forsberg and literally throw the Oh, that's allowed now. With your palm to the front of the net. I get that. You throw like a tennis ball to the front of the net. You can do that and get away with it. That's fine. What are you talking about? The puck raises the outside of your fucking finger as it's being cleared. A clearing attempt goes off your fucking fingernail. It's a hand fucking pass. Yeah. What are we watching? What is this? Is this the NHL? Am it's I living Mickey life? Mouse League? I feel like I'm in a fucking dream. Can you can you imagine? Can you imagine this happening? Listen, like I don't follow other sports very closely, but based on my peripheral knowledge of other sports leagues, like the Mickey Mouse shit doesn't happen that often in the NFL or the NBA. Can you imagine this sort of thing happening in an NFL game where it's just like a clear, absolutely insane call? every night like every night against every team just these moronic unbelievably unclear rule see that's the thing that's boggles my mind not only is it a bullshit call on the ice it's a bullshit the rule is absurd oh, yeah. listen to the I rule like... here's the rule on hand passing for what happened to Coleman like it's just, it's it's absolutely wild so apparently a player shall be permitted to stop or bat a puck in the air with his open hand so that's fine but if in the opinion of the on-ice officials, he has directed the puck to a teammate, oh, that's give me not a allowed. fucking so, break. So okay, so then that's... In that's, the opinion of the on-ice official, who didn't even fucking notice it, mind you, eh? So are they deeming that he intentionally directed the puck towards Austin? deeming that he directed it to his teammate. Wow. 
And there's Mike Johnson just sitting yeah. on Oh, it's fine. Oh, we're just sitting on like he Gord Miller, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're from Sundry. Fuck. Get a hold of yourself. Stop being such an Ontario blowhard. They're just they're Go sucking hard. off uh Keith after the call. Ooh, oh my yeah. God. Oh, oh dude, Elliot, Elliot was like freaking choking on the whoever the video coach is dick this morning, eh? Oh, those guys. Those guys have won them a few games this year. Really good job. Great job. They do an excellent job. Yeah. Thanks. We get hosed. Why? And if it's oh, you notice how it's always late in the game when we were like behind one goal. Yeah. We, we get back in the game like fuck yes, here we go. We're back in the. What the fuck is this review for? What? It's Head like, oh, pass. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like Bennett scores in the playoffs against the Ducks. It's like it's clearly over the line. Everyone's like this. This is a goal. This is a goal. Now they're reviewing it. They're still reviewing it. What's to? Ah, it's not conclusive. Oh, good. Coleman scores to tie the game against the Oilers in an elimination game. Or go ahead. Go ahead, goal. Game five. Go ahead, goal. We're all like, fuck yes, we're back in this. Here we come. This is the moment. This is the TSN turning point in this piece of show. What? Kicked in? Wasn't fucking kicked. No goal. We're down to these losers. We're going to put together the first five-game winning streak we've had in two years. Zary, the guy who's been leading the charge all season. Great run. Wow. Oh, what a play. Score. What? And pass. How? On what? I, I get like on what planet? Is that a hand pass? I don't even give a shit if it's a hand pass. It's stupid. Dude, it's it's a, not it's stupid. It, yeah. Sure. There's so many layers to this. And it's not even a hand pass. It's not an intentional direction to your teammate. The motherfucker is trying to bat down a clearing He's attempt. trying to catch the puck. He's trying to bat down a clearing attempt to gain it's possession. clear as day. Okay, so let's break this down in sequence. Number this one. is another one of those fucking Seinfeld spit things. <laughs> exactly. It goes off. <laughs> it goes it off his It takes a 45-degree spin in midair, mind you. Right onto Osterley's stick. That although is one I've, magic puck. Although I've seen a freeze frame today. That's, this is where I was going with this. John fucking Tavares which was has it. the puck literally on his stick before it hits goes to Austerly. But gee, why didn't they review that for another, another fucking 20 minutes? Maybe they would have found that, eh? No, they didn't have that angle. And that's the I other just, thing. That's the other thing I always love about these reviews is like we don't have a good how in the shits do you not have a good it's 2024. We have pictures of, like, Jupiter. We can look at freaking individual pieces of sand in every moon of Saturn. From space. But, but you can't. Anytime there's a goal for the Flames, they score it, or something controversial is happening. Well, we don't have a good angle of it. There's 20 fucking thousand people in the building. There's 9 million cameras. Where? Why is this always the JFK assassination whenever there's a goal review? Oh, we don't have a good angle of it. Oh, we don't know. Oh, it's the least. Yeah, definitely no goal then. Fuck. I saw that. That was my first thought. They show that one angle where it is, if it doesn't touch Tavares first, it's, it's, to me, it's close enough to not be conclusive. 
dude, if that's not conclusive, then it's not and, conclusive. And, and that's the, fucking finger. That's in. the argument all the losers use about that Forsberg goal that was called against us earlier this year, where Forsberg closes his hand on the puck, throws it in front of the net with no call, but then, oh, well, the Flames guy touched it first. Well, you can't close your hand on the puck. Okay, so checked. technically then, if you wanted to, you could throw the puck from behind the net off the goalie, back of the goalie's back or head into the net and it would count. <laughs> by, by, the, this, by, these, this is, by these standards, yes. That would count, but yeah, and this, this goal last night gets called back. This is where you get it. raises that, his yeah. fucking fingernail on a clearing attempt. This is where you get into how ridiculous this shit is, right? And why it's not in the spirit of the game and why this whole video review nonsense has got so ridiculously out of hand. Honestly, dude, I think reviews have to be done in real time, which means the refs don't get slow-mo. We don't get frame by frame. Watch it in real time. If you can't fucking tell, then who gives a fuck? It's hockey, right? Like, If you can't tell, no one fucking tell. This is my thing with the offside. If it's like two millimeters offside, it's not offside. If you have to slow down freeze by frame by frame to see that, oh, yeah, look at that stick. He, He pushes the goalie right there. Yeah, dude, that's like a nanosecond. The frame you're looking at, we can't tell how much a person's force is being pushed. Like you can't tell; it just skews everything. Watch it in real time. If you can't fucking tell, and you should only have fucking ninety seconds max. These refs should go in there. Yeah, the clock starts ninety seconds. View it in real time from all the angles they have. If you can't figure it out, it's inconclusive. Get on with it. Whatever the call on the ice was stands. Who the fuck even brings this up? Not one fucking linesman or ref, anybody officially in the game. It's some fucking nerd working Thought. for the Leafs up in the thing. Oh, they're like got a little head past there because they can't win a goddamn game without all the shenanigans. That's who it is. That's who's noticing. They're Did paying not, some dork to notice shit like this. Not one human being in the entire building or watching on the fucking broadcast was like, ooh, was that legal? This could come back. This might get reviewed. You're right. Is one fucking dork sitting up there combing every single freaking play for God knows what? It's like the fucking tweet, whatever it was. Remember, we had like three goals called back that one game? Or three goals reviewed? Which Instead game? Reviewing it. Whatever. It's every game. The final game that you couldn't even call it back. It was like, okay, this is the new standard. Every single goal with the Calgary Flames is going to get fine tuned combed. Was there a play five minutes beforehand that uh, you know was semi illegal? Let's review that. It's not even a joke. It's like it's not even sports at this point anymore, right? It's like you're playing a. Yeah. It's a joke, dude. Is what it's it is. a joke. Like it's kind of like signs to me doing this kind of shit and pulling like, oh, we're gonna have a t- we have a video coach upstairs reviewing this while we're gonna- this is like sign stealing in baseball. We're getting to the point where it should there needs to be serious rules over this video shit. Um. And it's all because, like, what? Because this is the other thing that drives me berserk. Is like, the NHL is so stupid. Oh, we want to increase scoring. We want to make the game more exciting. And then they put all these dumb rules in to decrease scoring and make the game the most boring fucking... I'd rather be watching Jeopardy than watching this shit. Slow it down. Slow the game down. Hey, you know how this, this awesome game, this barn burner of a game we've got going right now, crowds into it? 
Four four tie. Let's fuck it up. Let's make it yeah, a four. Yeah. Oh, suck all the air out of the building, uh, all the excitement yeah. out to watch this minuscule frame by frame thing that might have happened. Yeah, let's call that back too. But on what basis is my point? On how no is that basis. how is that a fucking hand pass? It's not. So if it hit, if he had, if he had, if that hit his arm, it's fine. Yeah. If it hit, where where's the demarcation? Is it the the line at the top of the wrist? Oh, the you know glove? what they're gonna have to do? They're gonna have to break it down by hand anatomy now. That's, yeah, hand that's anatomy. The and then they're yeah. gonna have to look at every frame by frame and see where it hit on the hand. The top knuckle is in play, folks. Yeah. It clearly hits the top knuckle. It's a hand pass. Dude, how are you passing with the back of your hand? Is my point. Did it not hit the back of his fucking fingers? He try he tries to grab it. He tries to knock it down. That's what he did. I think that's a hell of a play. How is that illegal? Stupid. I don't even I don't I don't get when this came into effect. Like I played hockey my entire life, been watching hockey. Now all of a sudden you can't fucking you can't touch your hand whatsoever. You can't hit your hand. What if it hit his glove? That's what well, that's what happened. Exactly. That's what happened. <laughs> it's insane. It's absolutely batshit crazy. It's batshit insane, man. Dude, it, none of it makes any sense. None of it. And then the Leafs get a call, timeout. And nobody says it. nobody says jack shit about that. And I'm pretty sure, didn't somebody confirm today that it was, that's like an illegal use? Like, you can't do that? I'm pretty sure the league would not want that to be a thing. Well, who's going to, people are going to start doing it now. Yeah, I think the official NHL ruling says you cannot use a coach's challenge during a timeout. Yes, I believe I saw that last night circulating as well. Oh, so of well, course, of course, that was allowed. Oh, okay. Oh, wow, it's against the Flames, and well, it's allowed. Mm, no, sure. Mm -hmm. Dude, Daryl called this Toronto official bias last year, and it was awesome. Boy, was he right? Just it's Toronto. You know what goes on here. That's all I'll say. About my days in Chicago, you know, when you roll into Toronto, you know, the officiating is going to be like, that's all I'll say. Chalk under another thing Daryl said is right about. fucking horse shit, dude. Like you said, what a way to fucking ruin otherwise great game. If you're a spectator of that game last night, even if you're like neutral, would you not want to see go 4-4 and see that game continue to roll on? Nah. No, nah, I like the 10 minutes wait period after a yeah, time my was favorite. already called and then some get called back on some fucking bullshit fucking great thing. entertainment. Imagine that's yeah, like imagine great. you're like watching you're watching that game. It's like somebody's just like, oh, this is a hockey game. And you're like watching. I, I just like to see goals scored that don't count. I'm I'm all for 20 that. minutes of review. Ugh. Imagine Imagine trying to explain that to a, yeah, new, a new hockey fan. I don't even understand it. I don't either. Been watching hockey my whole life. I don't well, know. I understand it because everyone's fucking incompetent, and the rules are insane in the NHL, and they're not clear. And like, look, the closest thing, the closest thing, you that hand pass rule is is the kicking motion, is it not? Yeah, it's because it's up to interpretation. But here's the thing with the kicking motion. It has to be distinct. It does. Otherwise, otherwise you're it's allowed. To, otherwise, you're allowed to score with your skate. 
unless you're Blake Coleman against the Oilers. Unless so, you, here, here's where so, all these rules have just like asterisks and and or handicap. It has to be the Flames. They don't apply to the Flames or the Oilers or the Leafs. They apply apply to the Flames in the negative and the Oilers and Leafs in the positive. Otherwise, if, everything's. If you, ac- if you accidentally score with your skate, yeah, without kicking it, it counts. So if you accidentally deflect a puck and it goes to your teammate because you're trying to knock down a clearing attempt. Well, apparently that isn't a rule. It has to be, it has to be a, what was it? A controlled deflection. What'd you say? Here's the exact wording. A player shall be permitted to stop or bat a puck in the air with his open hand. That's what happened. And the play shall not be stopped unless in the opinion of the on-ice officials, he has directed the puck to a teammate or has allowed his team to gain wow. an advantage and subsequently possession and control of the puck is obtained by a player of the offending team, either directly or deflected off any player or official. It's insane. Dude, how? Hand pass. I can tell every hockey fan in the world can tell you what a hand pass is and what a hand pass isn't. That wasn't a hand pass. Yes. Exactly. It's like it's like the puck over glass rule. Like, remember when they used to like do that by discretion? You can tell when somebody's flipping it over on purpose. Right. You can tell what a hand. This is even more clear. I know what a hand pass is. That's not a hand pass. No, that's the Jerry Seinfeld magic loogie. You can't. If, you couldn't hand pass. The way he did on purpose. Can you imagine hand passing? That was a hard ass clearing attempt. That's probably a 50 mile an hour clear. Right. Okay. Here, this guy's about to clear it. Oh, it's in the air. Hmm. I see Lossily back there. I'm just going to point this what's, back to him. What's the best way to deflect this right onto his tape? Hmm. Anybody who says that that is within the rule is according to the rule book or should, is a, a Leafs homer and should move to Ontario, get the fuck out of Alberta and never come back. Or just no, there's troll. So there's a few of those too. Yeah, I'm sure. They're always around. You'll just be like having a casual conversation. It's like Leafs fans and Flames fans arguing over a hand pass. Oilers fan will just pop in out of nowhere. Five cups. <laughs> just pop in and tell you we have five cups. Yeah. Back to my mom's basement. Yup. Back to my uh, sweatpants I've been wearing for two weeks. Any Cheetos in this place? Mom! Mom, the meatloaf! I want it now! That first period of domination over the Leafs. That was awesome. I'm sitting there because, look, we come on here and record. (laughs) I know you're laughing because they go on a four-game heater after we record the last one. But I said to you last night, man, I'm like, okay, well, whatever. They won four games and they're going to lose fucking three or four. Sure enough to lose last night. Well, if you look who those on the Chicago's coming up, we can't beat them. Here's the thing. Like, don't let here's my don't let Dom Maloney on TV. We were all pissed about we were like it just if you keep him away from anybody other than Conroy shouldn't be talking. That's what makes everybody upset. It's like you just lost to Chicago and you got this goof blabbing on about nonsense. That's what sends everyone into a spiral. Right? Where is Conroy? I don't know. I want like he's he should be the he is the face of the team, and he's a good talker. He's the only one I want to ever hear talk on the state of the Flames. I don't want to hear these old, goofy dorks who 
are all wrinkled up and just like hanging out in Arizona. Connor is the only guy I want to hear from. Spray tan. Don't exactly. only like spray tan. Freaking too much spray tans going to his brain. He's like borderline orange looking like Trump. <laughs> Maloney. Middle, middle of winter. She's like a carrot. Maloney. We know that's not real. That's all is natural. It, is it spray? Looks pretty spray on. So you're dominating the Leafs first period up to nothing. I think I texted you. I'm like, fuck, they're playing well. You win four straight. That uh, the comeback, the third period comeback against Arizona, the game before. You're down two. You're down two goals in the third period. Eh, come back. No big deal. Coleman, Caudry, Sharon Govich in overtime. Fuck Fucking me, dude. I'm trying to recall. Rack my brain for the last time I saw such a beautiful snipe. That was insane. I didn't even know it was in the net. And the angles of that replay. I think it's the nicest goal I've seen. Yeah, that was. I I, fucking since Ovechkin scored on the back. Johnny had a few nice, like, top corner snipes. They're usually kind of on breakaways. I've never seen somebody just whip that puck in. And the thing was, too, in the overtime, nobody would give him the puck, and he finally just grabbed it and just to take it to uh, quote Craig Conroy. He fucking put that thing in there. I like how his release, he, he does the quick toe drag snap to do the quick release, and he gets it underneath the guy's stick. He just shoots underneath the stick. Like, I was watching the game um, at my parents' place, and my dad's like, it looks like it goes off his stick. I'm like, no. He gets it off underneath. Yeah. He shoots underneath the stick. Yeah, I thought it maybe it hit a stick, too, but then you no, watch the replay. W- it goes underneath. It wouldn't ricochet yeah. up. That was just a ridiculous fucking shot. He's got that kind of Jason Robertson shot, eh? That's right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, you know, you take that win. You beat Vegas. You explode in the first period in Arizona. Fuck, was that a fun game to watch? Dads are there. Vibes are good. Score four in the first. Dads are there. Fans are traveling to the game. It was beautiful out in Arizona while it was minus 52 here. It was just good vibe hockey. The rink had a great vibe. You could hear the sea of red chant during the anthem. You could hear the, the, the stadium was electric. Lots of Flames fans in attendance. So, fuck, that would have been a fun game to go to. Yeah. Four games in the first period. It would have been a perfect time because it was like so f- goddamn cold out here. Polar vortex. Yeah, that's fucking how you like living in Antarctica. Yeah, it's great. Real nice, you eh? Couldn't go outside for five days. Oh, really? What would happen? Your eyes would uh, fucking get frozen shut? Freeze to death in about eight seconds. I think it went for, I think I, I went for a walk on like, the longest walk I went for was like maybe five minutes. I swear to God, like I my nose still hurts. <laughs> Great, it's beautiful. Yeah, best just not to go outside. Yeah, it's a good thing you know that solar heating. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, beautiful. Anyways, um, the Ottawa game for that. Down 3-2 going into the third. Four goals in the third? Yeah, they're down 
win that like, six three. Huberto's looking better. I don't know, man. Like, dude, he looked really good yet last night. He's making some. He looks normal. Like in that Arizona game when Serengovich had the hat trick, two fantastic assists. That third period of the second Arizona game at home, the second of the two, and then the first period of Toronto, I haven't been cheering like that for goals since early last season. Like, I don't know what's happening. Are they pulling me back in? Just when I think, just when I think no, about it. That's what they always do. That's what they always do. But where are you at? First period against the Leafs when we're, we're clearly dominating. You're just oh, like, holy, holy fuck, are we playing good? Fuck, do we look good? I was Could, just, I'm. Does I, this team have what it takes? Could we do it? I wasn't thinking that. I was solely, there was no Brad, not much Brad talk last night. I guess he wasn't there. Coward. Where was he? I don't know. He's probably at Boston Pizza and Airdrie chowing down. Um, He was probably, probably out scouting some trades he's got to make for some sixth and seventh defensemen. But I was kind of, I was just focused in like beat these losers, beat Brad mindset. That's what I was enjoying. I wasn't really thinking outside of that. Um, but I don't know. If you look at the last handful of games, like I think it's been exciting and fun to watch. I think my takeaway has been they're playing with some, they're winning games because of goaltending and heart, which is, which is fun, you know, but. I mean, they're still kind of getting out chance and outplayed five on five a lot of these nights. So it's not like they're winning in a sustainable way, I wouldn't say. So that's always like keeping me like, I still don't think this team is going to make the playoffs or anything. Um, but it's. Well, you've. If you subtract if you... Don Maloney's absurd rant, I'd be feeling, I'd be feeling a little bit better about this team as a whole, you know? <laughs> Since we last talked, you've you've basically caught up in front of everybody, or caught up to everybody in front of you. So you're three points out of a wild card spot, even though LA has three games in hand and they're three points ahead of you. Nashville's put the same amount of games; they are four points ahead of you. Yeah. This team, for, yeah. this team, from what I've seen lately, they could catch Nashville. I don't see why the fuck not. I think if if That's you've a, got Markstrom playing the way Markstrom's playing, you could catch them. If well, and you have these guys scoring these goals at these paces, yeah, like Sharon Govich and Coleman, they're like scoring like two goals a night now. Every other it's game, every every other shift, it seems they're scoring, both on pace for thirty, over thirty. Yeah, both on pace for yeah thirty-eight, up close to forty, pushing forty. Huberto looks like he's. Belongs in NHL, which is a good sign. <laughs> well, it is. Like, big, I, I, I fucking, big step up from where it was. Huge where step up from, like, you uh, should just, like, retire today. Like, could you imagine if Manji Pony got going? The way we've seen him score goals in the past. Get on a nice little streak. Macklin's hitting the net on breakaways now? What's going on? He hits the post yesterday. I guess that was the TSN turning point, or maybe it was the fucking I ten minute the, review hand pass. But yeah, we'll go with that. So you're you're in the wild hard card race. You're in the hunt. Simultaneously, what you're how many points back of 
last. I guess they're twenty first overall. Well, yeah, the twenty first overall. If you're looking at based on wins percentage, so you kind of like, you know, equal out the the games played. They're they're ninth in the West, which is, you know, by typical playoff standards, you still be you're still close in the league. I think they're like twenty twenty first in points percentage as well. Why don't they just go on a twelve game winning streak like the Oilers? Yeah, just win fifteen in a row. Why don't they just win out like the Oilers are going to do? If you God look at the make, Flames' God stats over the sick. last, yeah, I can't even. I've, I, I don't know if you've been watching them. I haven't watched this. I, I can't. I'm going to throw up just talking about it. I'm going to throw up. Can't wait to look at these. Okay, I fucking hate them. I can't. I don't even. Fuck. I hate watching them so much. I'm. We have to beat them tomorrow. Well, at this point, they're bound to lose to somebody. Why couldn't it be us? Are they? You can't win forever. You got to lose one. Of course, it won't be us, though. It's never us. So who do they play after us? Chicago. That'll probably it's who's going to beat them. <laughs> yeah, shit think? can't. You're going to shit cast. What's the uh, goal differential going to be? Six. Oh, yeah. We'll lose like 7-1. They play Columbus the next game. So, yeah, that'll be the loss. They go Columbus, Chicago. Yeah. What'll happen? Nice. Because we've seen this about a thousand times already. The Flames will come out in the first period ready to go. We'll be up, what, three goals? Rolling to the second. They'll get like two power plays, 3-2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, well, maybe, dude, we'll maybe score fun. one goal in the third. They'll be down 4-2 in the third period. We'll probably lose like what, 6-4. I watched I – watched, I, I, I did watch some of the Montreal Oilers game. Tied tie game. Who do you think it's power play final, minute, final two minutes of the game? The Oilers spent the last two minutes of regulation. And what do you think on a power play? What do you think happens? What do you think the first call is in overtime? Oh, power play for the Oilers. Go fuck yourselves. How about that? It's a good idea. I'd watch that. Actually, no, I wouldn't. Vegas needs to get it together here. Holy fuck. Injury-wise, all together, because the Oilers, this is not good. And if I'm Craig Conroy, I'm trading everyone to Vegas. And Colorado and Vancouver. This is not good. Anyways, I just wanted to go over the Flames stats, got them underlying numbers over the last 10 games. Because like I said, like it's been fun to – I will watch this. Here's the thing. I will watch this if they're committed to bringing in young players, which seems like they are, and kind of rebuilding and still trading these UFAs over them playing. Like, like how fun have the last 10 – They've been, the vibe's been great ever since that shitty Chicago debacle. It's and, awesome. I'm, I'm cheering again. Yeah. Last night, I was like – I cheer like I was watching with my parents and sometimes I my dad gets like scared at how like mad I get about stuff because I like get up I'm like screaming and like really mad I'm like everyone from Ontario I fucking hate everyone oh, I hate these losers and you know so when I'm like that it's a good sign because it means I'm invested in the game um better than huh? and then, uh, fuck it. What, what, who, yeah whatever Okay. Yeah, you know, Don Maloney. Oh, what a nightmare! Oh, yeah, fuck, so I like who, it. Who, who's in the, I like it when I like the Flames. I don't like it when Huberto gets the puck and I go, "Fuck, Huberto, what a loser!" I like it when he gets the puck and go, "Wow, nice play!" Or Sharon Govich absolutely rips it. 
boy, that that I don't know which goal is nicer actually that the OT goal against Arizona or the the first goal he scored shorthanded in Arizona. Sick too, dude. Dude, that was insane. That backhand toe drag goal he scored. Holy cow! Over Dude, the last... him, and, him and Coleman are on a fucking terror. Holy cow! What was the thing you posted? They're both top five for goals. Top in five in goals. I think, yeah, top five in goals for the month. I think you're still like fourth in goals this month. Here's a crazy stat: Blake Coleman leads the league in third period goals. Top five goals so far this month. This was yesterday. Elias Pettersson and Sam Reinhardt tied with 10th. 10. Matthew Kachuk has seven. Blake Coleman <laughs> also has seven. And Igor also has seven, which I, I think now. I believe have eight now. And same with Coleman. Did Coleman yeah. not score again last night? Uh, no, Coleman didn't score last night. So then Igor would be third. Another, ga- I would- <laughs> Another, Another game. Another game for Igor! We know hockey games move fast, but with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 one plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance cdkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources NHL and the NHL shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League copyright NHL 2024 all rights reserved goals scored by players with new teams this season yeah Igor Sharangovich, 19, number one. Number two is Ryan O'Reilly, 17. Alex Abrinkit, 17. Tyler Toffoli, 16. Matthew Shane, 14. I would never have thought that in the summer when we made that trade. That's pretty no. fuck, That's pretty phenomenal. What I've seen this kid do, I'm sold, man. He's a, he's a goal scorer. He's got the best shot I can think of. Like I could, I was like, okay, maybe Camilleri is a guy who who used to be able to score kind of like that. It's like he's got the best outside shot I've seen from anybody on this team forever. Since Monahan. Like best guy, shot since Monahan. Yeah. And Monahan like, was just Monahan was just pure sniping ability. He has that. He's like seriously, Jason Robinson, man. Because Goldman, Coleman, he's just greasy. Coleman's greasy. Like, and he's always been like if you look I love his goals. His goals are great. And those are the kind of goals he was scoring in New Jersey and Tampa. And still here, he didn't, he's finished, he's finishing a lot more here. Like that's just more kind of like bounces finally going his way. I think if you look at his expected goals versus goals, his three years in Calgary, like he's been really unlucky the first two years he was here, but he's always scored those greasy goals. Yeah. But dude, Sharon Govich, like, oh, man, like all, all three of those goals. 
against Arizona is Hatcher game. We're just like snipe city. Like obviously the first goal, the shorthanded one where he like, I've never seen anybody dangle a goalie like that off a rush off of like a one-on-one. That was insane. He had a frick man. He faked the whole crowd out with that, with that fake shot to the backhand. That was insane. That, that was, was sweet. Nice. He gets that two on one with Huberto. He freaking absolutely lasers that far corner. And then he gets that sweet power play pass from Lindholm. Absolutely buries that. Like every goal this guy scores is just nasty. Let's do our. Um, seems like an, it's a episodal quiz. <laughs> I'll put a caveat into it. If these guys keep playing like this, and there's the other thing that I've noticed. The speed of play. The pace. I know Daryl was stressing it. But I these I this is a pace I haven't seen since Peters was was coaching. I think the guys are fast having faster guys helps for sure compared to last yeah. year where it's a lot of lumbering oafs. Yes. And over time, then the whole speed of your team adjusts right because you're practicing with these guys and you're playing with these guys and now the slower guys have to keep up and right but holy fuck like i tune into that uh arizona game i'm just like holy fuck this is like it's back and forth it's up and down and you're just like fuck this is like this pace is exciting to watch they start the the first period against the leaves like that you're just like fuck man like i could you're right. Winning or losing the games is not necessarily the be all end all right now. Like this is the product they have on the ice currently is entertaining. You got guys, these young guys making a name for themselves, coming out of nowhere. That's entertaining. You got a you have a decently rounded roster. Right, you have guys that have been there for a while. You got guys like Anderson and Mackenzie Weir and Godry, but Godry. You have guys that can show up and take games over at certain moments, and you know you saw that from Anderson. Was it Ottawa? Yeah, he makes a great play. Yeah, or no, he in the no, Arizona he, he sets yeah, up. He, he made that pass to Coleman. Yeah, right. There's some good hockey players on this team. And when they're playing well, and the team as a whole is playing well, it's um a, it's a decent fucking product to watch. So I don't know, man. We'll see. Like <laughs> it just reminds me of that when George is like trying to get that job. <laughs> and he's like, if you contend all my life's accomplishments done at the one week, it looks decent. <laughs> exactly. No, that's that's it. But they're playing a stretch of hockey right now. Man, if they could have won that game last night. Well, they deserved to win that game last night. Yes, they you know what? They deserve to win just for that fucking call. Yeah. And because of the Leafs and all those absolute losers in the saddle dome. Those wannabes. Here's the thing, like I think more than anything. The fact they're playing, it's entertaining, like you said, number one. I don't care if they're playing poor hockey defensively or, like, I mean, 
they're not they're playing bad hockey defensively and five on five they're kind of a all over the place but it's exciting to watch they're playing with some goddamn heart which is nice to see you know i think that's been the biggest difference so my question to you is and then they play chicago and shit the bed two-part question if okay if they continue doing what they're doing and the guys making a name for themselves continue to make those names. And let's say they get slightly better as the season goes on. Markstrom keeps playing well. Do they catch Nashville? I think if Markstrom comes back and keeps playing this way, for sure. Like, because how many, how many, well, you see this every year. A team makes the playoffs or goes on a run because a goalie's hot. It happens every year. Like, I remember that year. The year we won 10 games in a row under Gullitson was like Brian Elliott just like played out of his mind for like 10 games. And we made the playoffs because of that run, that stretch. Not that they're going to win 10 in a row, but Markstrom is, I think, I don't know who's watching. Everyone's like, I keep seeing these Vesda trophy, like Markstrom's. Markstrom has to me been a top three goalie in the league, and I don't even think it's close. You look at all his underlying numbers by pretty much every single model available to the to the public, he is a he's number one by some of them, top five at least in all of them, and a goal saved above expected. The Flames have been a mess defensively this year, and he's faced he's faced some of the most high danger chances, especially on the shorthanded. I think he has like the third highest shorthanded save percentage. He has top five high danger save percentage. It's been phenomenal. It's been great. If he keeps well, playing like that. He's way up there for expected saves, right? Yeah, like number one by Evolving Hockey's model. I think he was like number five by Money Puck's model. I know Jay Fresh had him number one last week. Um, I can tell you from Clearside Analytics, which is a private company, um, they don't release their data, but I've heard Kevin Woodley on Fan960 talk about how Markstrom is top three by their model as well. He's been fucking great. He's been so good. So... If you kind of play like that and ha- and are and are playing these games where you're you're finding ways to win and you're playing with some heart, yeah, you could catch them. This is this is reminding me of the 2014-2015 season in a sense where that Flames team had no business making the playoffs because all they did, like right, like all their underlying numbers were terrible. They weren't a very good five on five hockey team, but they just kept co- staying in these games. And coming back, and and they had Johnny Gaudreau, and you don't have a Gaudreau this year, but you have maybe you have some young guys who are, you yeah, know, Sure, Golich and Zari, and yeah, you daughter's playing well, and Pospisil, and you put you have a you have a better roster than that team. You don't have the superstar kid anymore, but you've got some good kids and a better roster. So that team made the playoffs. I don't see why this team couldn't if Markstrom keeps playing like this. Like like it's been Markstrom. Pretty much, I think. Because even if these last 10 games, like it's been fun to watch and they're scoring a lot of goals. But I think I checked it earlier today. Like over that 10 game stretch, I think they were still like like in terms of high danger chances for and against their percentage. I'm gonna check it right now so I don't uh get it wrong. Over the last 10 games, obviously the Oilers are first. The Flames 25th. So like if I all the five out of five metrics, they've not been very good, even in their little heater here. Possession, 24th. Um, shots, 21st. 
expected goals for percentage. They are 26th over the last 10 games. So it's not like they're playing sound hockey, but they're staying in these games. That's, I think, been the surprising thing to me is like there hasn't been really been games. Have they been blown out this year? They're always in these games. And when you're always in these games and you have a guy like Markstrom playing the ways he's playing, and hell, even Vladar played great last night. When you have a goalie who's playing like that, you have a chance to win. Well, they're actually in a in a good statistic category this year with the third period comebacks. Instead Don't they lead the league none, now? Yeah, instead of instead one of in your final three weeks of well, the season, isn't, it, you isn't, finally it, get isn't one. hockey weird though? Right? Like we couldn't get a not that we're like we still get shit on by the, we we still get the raw end of the deal with refereeing, but like you couldn't get a bounce last year, like. No bounces ever went their way. Post, post, post. Set the freaking league record for posts hit in a year. Couldn't get a save. Playing this great hockey. Missed the playoffs. Now it's like, we suck. But we have great goaltending and it's insane. Getting bounces. Getting bounces. What is the Markstrom injury currently, this one? I don't know. Like, they say he might even be back tomorrow. I saw that too. It's, it's it seems just kind of maintenance. Maybe it's just, from his previous like the finger tweak, thing. Tweaked a muscle or some shit. Yeah, like he played if in that Vegas game where he the, the, he was insane in the final period. He like you see him he threw he lost his glove or his blocker or whatever. Still trying to make saves. Okay, so we're saying if there's a lot of ifs around that. I if say if keep... Markstrom keeps playing like this, you can do it. Okay, so then what happens to all these pending UFAs? I don't here's the thing. I don't think I don't think omitting them from your lineup is gonna hurt you as much as you think. Well, I think... you you have no choice. You have to omit them. Exactly. And this is a, it's a false dilemma. Hold the Nashville. Nashville unloaded their guys last yeah. season. Well, and they here's still the... made the playoffs, didn't exactly. they? Exactly. It's it's usually what happens is the opposite. And we've seen concrete proof of that this year. We talked about this last year was like, oh, you think removing these guys and playing younger players is going to like sink you. And usually the opposite is true. You saw that with the Nashville last year. Hell, you, you've seen it this year. Like as much as I'm, I'm probably the biggest Toffoli and Zadora fan in the world. Have the Flames, has it impacted them in the standings? Really? To lose those two guys? No. No. Okay. Where where would you be if you well we're gonna keep the Foley around and maybe sign him? Where would you be if even though biggest Foley fan in the world and critical of the trade for Sharon Govich, how would you be feeling right now if like Igor was on you didn't have Sharon Govich and you had signed the Foley for set six years or kept him around? That'd be pretty fucking stupid. And you'd probably be in the same place. They haven't they haven't lost that much ground competitively even deleting those two guys. I don't think you'd lose that much ground competitively. Losing Lindholm probably would. <laughs> right? Like, especially over like what the last month of the season. So this isn't even a, this isn't a dilemma there. And everybody keeps saying, like, Oh, it's so hard. It is not hard. It's really easy. Actually. Man, I've been really enjoying watching Paul Hospital play. He's exactly what this team lacks. Fuck. He's... In every way. He's such a shit, hey? And he makes great plays. He made, like, so no, many he's plays. he's good at hockey. That he fucking made... one-handed pass to Kadri. 
Oh, yeah. And he made that in the Vegas game. That's... He makes an unreal pass to Connor Zeri that somehow, like, Zeri made a great move and it just, like, somehow stayed out of the net. But he's a, he's a good hockey player. Good hockey player. Scrappy. He's such a shit, dude. Just a shit disturber. He's exactly the kind of player you love in Calgary. I love his tint advisor, dude. Yeah. You know the players love to hate him. I can't wait to see what he's going to be like in a couple years. He's a fucking joy to watch. I don't. I haven't heard anything on his injury, have you? Uh, apparently, it's going to be a couple weeks. And I believe, I don't think, I just saw that Coronado is not playing in the Wranglers game tonight. So, I assume he'll be called up. So, possible soul is going to be pulled out. But they did call up Klapko, right? Yeah, Klapko is called up. And I think Coronado will be called up. I'm assuming we'll see Endure was sent was waived and assigned to the Wranglers this week. So I'm assuming we'll see Klapko or Coronado tomorrow. Maybe Endure both. Cleared waiver, cleared, cleared waiver, waivers. You were not concerned he was going to get picked up. I was. No, I don't know. If, you, if you've watched, I don't think any team. I don't know. He's kind of a weird one because like he looks like he was going to be a difference maker last year, but he, he hasn't was fucking awesome last year. He looked anything like that this year. Not no, even had... close. We're not even a shift. No, he's had no pop this year. I think probably some of these. I think it's it's weird you're seeing Rozicka. Well, not weird. I have a theory like dupe the the role guys on the team like Rozicka, Dewar, Dubé. I think they miss Sutter for sure. Even though Rozicka would probably not say that. Yeah, you know something Daryl's good at is defining your role and trying to get the best out of your role. I think Dubé obviously really misses a guy like that. Yeah, Dubé is really. He's really become a shadow of himself post Daryl. I, I I wanted to just talk about the trading thing one more second. Yeah. Because obviously we probably talk about Nashville as an example too much, but I was just I was thinking of Nashville like as a franchise example because like all the dumb I don't care what I, I'm really getting sick of the like, oh you can't rebuild. Why do they want to re I don't give a fuck what you want to call it, rebuilding, whatever. You have to change the way you're doing things, and the flames have to start getting some young elite talent into this pipeline. That's how they're going to get better. So if you don't want to call it a rebuild, I don't care. Whatever. That's what they have to do. Now, like, I mean, you look at Nashville as, as a franchise, and I know they haven't won a Stanley Cup, really, but you, you they're a smaller market team, you know, who probably, obviously, they're, they're probably a more attractive market than Calgary, but I imagine they have, kind of have the same kind of small market struggles. You look at them over the last, like, 15 years, They've made the playoffs every single year other than like three times. They've have it they have a Stanley Cup finals appearance in there. They've advanced past the first round like five times. And last trade deadline, they traded they they like reset their franchise with just one trade deadline. They trade Granlin, Niederreiter, Jeannot, Matisse at home for a grand total of two first round picks, three second round picks, one third round pick. Two fourth round picks, a fifth round pick, Calfoot and Reed Schaefer. That's at one trade deadline. And they finished a single point behind the Flames last year. And they're now ahead of the Flames for the wild card spot. So where do you want to be next year if you're the Flames? Do you want to keep spinning your tires? And this is this is maybe one of my small concerns with like how well Sharon Govich is doing right now. I was just thinking about this day is like, I'm kind of worried like this is going to give them more basis to be like trying to make trades that are like, 
oh, let's trade Lindholm for like a younger Lindholm, you know, like a guy who's 23, 24, 25, 26, or, you know, try to make less futures-based trades. The Flames still need to be focused on getting elite talent into this pipeline of kids. That's what they're lacking. That's what well, good teams it, always have. You know, unless that was a serious scouting fucking gem right there. Yeah, yeah. Owning it on Sharon Govich. If you, like, if you could do, if he could repeat himself, because I, I think this guy's legit, dude. I, I've seen enough at this point of his goal-scoring talent. The guy can score goals. And if you can score goals in this league, then you're already in your own class. I just don't want them to get caught up because, like, this is kind of a, another thing that, like, ha- like this happened, I think, maybe a bit different situation. But, like, I don't want them to think it's as easy to, like, kind of read to get this thing back on the right track as it as they might think it is. Cause it's like, I remember when they make the playoffs that year, the find a way flames year, it was kind of like, Oh fuck rebuilds over. Oh, that was short. And Brad's out trading firsts already. Like we're in year two of a rebuild and he's trading like our first round pick and our second round pick and our second round pick the next year. You traded like two first and four seconds within a two and a half year span. It was insane. And that's kind of a game. The flames have got, caught up in before which is like okay we're trying to expedite if they just took the time and did the work to do it instead of spending so much time being worried about not rebuilding they'd probably be come out ahead a lot faster so yeah but just for argument's sake if they were able to replace Lindholm with the younger Lindholm and the guy started popping off like Sharon Goldwich's next season You let's better say, be you let's better say be solid Andy, your scouts. Let's say Andy Huber will fucking show some signs of resemblance of a resurgence. This team's in the playoffs right now. Huberdo, man. If he hadn't disappeared for the whole month of December, we might be in the playoffs right now. Well, and here's the other thing, just for argument's sake. When Johnny leaves and Chucky leaves. And Brad replaces them with Huberto, Uyghur, and Kadri. We're stoked. Everybody's stoked. And half the fucking NHL analyst, whatever the fuck you call it, population. Uh, I was more than half. Is picking the Calgary Flames. Win the fucking Stanley Cup. And, dude, last season was so fucking weird. Like you said, I mean, we broke it down a thousand times by now. Your top 10 in basically every team stat, in every metric. But you can't get a save. Couldn't get one. Huberto has, what do you get, 36 points? He had 55 last year, which seems like a lot compared to what... He's been on pace for lately. Didn't do fuck all for you last season. Didn't put a stamp on one game. Did, was it a difference maker one game? Maybe one game out of 82. Everybody just hits posts. That's it. Never get a bounce. Dude, we should have been in the playoffs last season. We should have been in the playoffs last season. And if Markstrom was fucking even half decent and Huberto was half decent, 
that would, would have been a season they could have built on coming into this season. So I don't know, man. I guess I'm just like struggling with this, like who are we identity thing because you're always who you've been lately. You know what I mean? And I know that when you're in and out of the playoffs, you're always mid. That's that's our best synopsis of what this team is, just a mid team. But, you know, you rattle off all the team metrics this year. We're, we're like bottom third in basically everything. Yeah. So it's not sustainable hockey, but they're making it interesting. They're making it entertaining. Um, so I guess my point is, like, if they could continue to get good goal hitting, and if Hero fucking had a bit of a resurgence, and they kept doing what they're doing, and let's say they get into the playoffs, and then they do deal Lindholm, and they, let's say they strike gold again, and get another guy that starts popping off next season. Like, Wayne, what's the appetite for that? Not to say that, you know, what the, what the probability of that is probably pretty low, but hockey's weird. And I'm just based on what I've been looking at the last fucking four or five games. I saw John Torella. Dude, I love torts, by the way. Even though he Gee, beat I us. Wonder to... why, I wonder why Philly's in a playoff spot. Yeah. Crazy, eh? Just a big beanie, though, probably, yeah? Too mean. Too mean. The guys don't like him. Yeah, probably get fired next season. Let me tell you something. Fall. If we had kept Daryl as coach, we'd be in the playoff spot right now. Absolutely. 100%. Um, maybe some of we wouldn't have seen 20 rookies make their debut, but still be there. Um, but he, uh, he, I think he put it, he, it was weird. He was talking about this today and they were like asking him, well, I don't know what they were. They were just kind of asking about like, Oh, making trades and stuff. And he was like, you can't fall. You can't just fall in love. Right. With kind of like an average team. And I think that's something the flames. I think that was maybe one of Brad's biggest weaknesses. Always oh, believing in the group, fell in love with an average team. That's what you just have. I think have to, you think, I hope Conroy knows is that, you know what are you keeping together if you if you really want to keep most of this team together and you know like the people who are still like oh you got to sign Linhol like you can't trade them if you're out of the playoffs it's like you you can't keep it they're an average team they're gonna have stretches like this where they play well and we are all like the vibes are great but remember last week when they lost to Chicago and you wanted to fucking trade every last and you want to kill everyone can't fall in love with an average team. If if the Flames had come out this year and been like a dominant team in the Western Conference and are like sitting where the Winnipeg Jets or the Vancouver Canucks are sitting right now, okay, then maybe you have, a, a, oh, we have a dilemma on our hands with Lindholm and Hannafin and Tanev. You don't have a dilemma on your hands right now. If you're looking at the upcoming schedule, yes, you got fucking winners of 12 straight. Uh, the biggest greasers on the planet Earth, and the ugliest captain of literally all all sports, all time sports. Hey, you know what? I heard Connor say almost verbatim what we've been saying with the video, though, and I have to agree. We obviously agree with them. This was I don't know. This was a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, "You can't slow shit down all the time." It's the first thing he said. I agree with. Well, he would know. 
he fucking plays at Mach one. I like how I like how he says this being he would he would know he he, 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 he would he would yeah <laughs> he would know he's fucking part ref part gold judge exactly right? they should just have, why don't they just have Con- they should phone, phone him last night the gore view Connor what do you think of this he would have said fuck that's a stupid call it's a goal yeah exactly like, what do you, he would have said what are you even what are you fucking that for? stupid be a fucking dumb what goal like what sport are we playing here. Is this ringette? No offense. If anybody likes ringette. Anyways, what else do you say? Is that it? That's it. I still hate his guts. Yeah, me too. Have we played them yet this season? We played them in a shitty outdoor game that was an absolute debacle where we didn't oh, yeah, show right. up because who knows why. That was his first game back after coming off injury. Yeah, and he absolutely just well, he, I mean, he was very good. He didn't absolutely destroy us like he usually does, but they still well, he'll us. absolutely destroy us tomorrow night. So don't yeah. you worry. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see him. I, Austin Matthews had four point three goals against the. Oh, yeah, can, if for some reason, yeah, I guess you know what I shouldn't say. We we don't miss the door of it all. I mean, he we probably aren't higher or lower in the standings that when we be if he was on the team, but. Every time that third pairing steps out there, it's like, yikes. That's where you miss a guy like Sidorov. Well, you were saying it wasn't uh, wasn't it matchups? I don't know. It just seemed like a lot of the night, Matthews kept hopping over the boards and Osterley and DeSimone were on the ice. He scored two against them for sure. On home ice, he can't be losing the matchup. Husko was too busy some... adjusting his sweater vest. <laughs> I want to see him get mad. That's the other thing. You know well, what? You Here, saw him get. What, was, what game was that? I know. I want to see him get mad more. The Philly game. Right. The stupid fucking. I don't like how much. Sorry, penalty. Other than possible, it's like there's just a bunch of pussies out there, you know? Like Zary gets Zary gets cross-checked. And like, I, I like how there's no suspense. I was thinking about this. Like, did you see this cross check on Zary? The guy like nails him and then cross checks him in the face. No suspension, no supplemental discipline. It was brutal. Oh, of, course, of course not. Are they playing flames? Oh, yeah, fuck. But nobody does. Think... Like Osterley kind of comes up and drop, but nobody does anything. I just don't like it when we get pushed around, you know? And then we've got a math teacher as a head coach. No, that was Jeff Ward. Oh, yeah. This is what's what kind of teacher? He's a gym teacher, phys ed teacher. Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 not be a little hard on what's his pickle yet. I'm not being hard on him. I just wish he'd get a little bit more mad. He's too meek. <laughs> I I watched Torts the other day rip that guy, and I was like, man, yeah, I, miss, was, I miss Daryl ripping people so fun, much. I don't care awesome. if you hated Daryl. I missed one of my favorite hobbies has been taken away from me. It's like watching Daryl. That was like the first thing I do when I wake up. For two years, it's just like oh, Daryl's. Yes, Daryl's media know, availability. We, awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we spent a lot of time listening to Daryl. Yeah. Anyways. Oh boy. Well, they're in the midst of a six-game homestand before they have their. That must be their. You got the All Star break coming up. CBA mandated. I think they it's All Star, isn't it? Is it All Star Week? They got one, two, three, four. All Star Week's coming five, up here, six, at the beginning seven, of February. Eight. They got nine days off, so I think they got their CBA. Five days off in meshed into it, or does every team have nine days off? That'd be stupid. 
yeah, it must be must be their break in there. Remember last year when all the guys went poor Lindholm's gonna have to go to Toronto instead. Well, you know what will happen? We'll probably win because it's the break. Probably go on a heater. We'll get on a heater, yeah. Yeah. Win the next four games. Go take nine days off and then just stink after. Everybody get fat and out of shape in Mexico like they did last year. Richie's just still thinking about Mexico. Eh? What's the latest on him? Lucic? Is he in jail? <laughs> just sit in jail. Oh, God. What a delight. I used to be me. It's crazy how how little, like, how much of a relief it is. It's like, I don't know. It's like having a bad relationship that you've forgotten about, but every time you remember, you're like, oh, my God. I don't know what his deal is. Haven't heard in a long time. He's definitely not playing hockey, is he? Just looking at the standings here. Boston. Boston's second. They're still good. Vancouver's first overall. They lose Bergeron. They lose Krejci. They're just good, man. Vancouver, Boston, Winnipeg, Colorado. Three of the top four teams are in the West. I like that. Dallas, Vegas, anybody but Edmonton, dude. I guess the good thing is, is they're going on their fucking heater mid-season. Better than late in the season. Eh? Well, you know what they did? They did this last year, didn't they? They kind of do this a lot. They go on these insane streaks. But it doesn't matter because you know as soon as there's like once the pressure's on in the playoffs and all the eyes are on their goaltending, if they don't fix it, like a couple bad well, goals. They probably won't now. Kenny Holland's not going to oh, fix yeah. this. Oh, much it's, now, right? it's like Brad's thing. Oh, we're playing great. Don't have to get anybody now. Don't have to get Believe Mark Stone now. We're being Believe awesome. We're awesome. Great. Um, so I think still that that playoff pressure, you know, if once they get into it with a team like Colorado, and Skinner, if Skinner's in net, it's still, we'll see. Seriously, when the fuck is McDavid going to get injured? Would would you be down to take on another curse, another Andrew curse? Um, to do what? Get him hurt? Yeah. I mean, what's the point? We're not going to win probably much, anyways. It'd be worth it. But the curse, the 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 penalty of the curse might be hefty. Like a seven year, like isn't there some like, isn't that like a seven year? Like you break a mirror, it's like seven years. Like this witchcraft curse stuff was like seven yeah. years of bad luck. Yeah. Like that that Ottinger curse. Has that yes. worn has that worn off yet? I think it's off now. Marks was playing well. No, it was just a season long. That was it. That was the penalty of it. I mean, we're still we, getting screwed or, by goals. We, we're still getting screwed by goal calls and stuff. I'm not I'm not so sure it's worn off yet. True. Good point. I I guess it's it's never good to to manifest a curse, hey, by getting mixed up in the dark arts. Yeah, don't don't dabble in the dark arts. I can still hope he gets injured though, right? Oh yeah. I'm just not going to do any witchcraft. Yeah. Can I pray to God that he gets <laughs> Yeah, I think that's okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll just keep doing that then. Yeah. Dear God, give us a break. Just give us a break. It's like George. It's like, what does he say? Why must there always be a problem? You think just once I could get a break. That's what it's like being a Flames fan. It's like, it's funny. I was, we were just talking about before we came on here. We were looking at the standings and it's like, 
I remember that 2018, 2019 season, just like looking at, the, I'd look at the standings every day and just like stare at it. Cause when I, first. We, like, I think we were in first a lot. It was us in Tampa. We were the two best teams in the league. And I, I just sit there. Well, it might've been Boston was, or no, we were, the, we were second in the league. I would just sit there and like, look, that's the year Tampa set the record for uh, wins in a season too. It was like, they were first by a lot, but we were like second. And okay, I, would just, I would just look at the standings every day and be like, holy fuck, I can't believe this. We're like the best team in the world. We're the best team in the West. I couldn't stop looking at it. I remember Tampa came to town. I went to that game. Just, oh, going, toe that, dude, that's the just game. going toe-to-toe with Tampa. Six Was it 6-5 in overtime they win? And this is what I mean. Can I just get a break? We, we're best team in the West win one playoff game, get absolutely curb stomped by the Avs. Yeah, it was nice. Well, fuck. So, oh. You think once I could get a break? What are the chances that they beat the others tomorrow? One in 10. One in ten. If Markstrom's playing, I don't know because they still have this dumb Markstrom shit. You know what? I'm curious to see who they start in net. This has been a talking point today. If you start Wolf, if you start Vladar, if Markstrom's not ready, throw Wolf in there. Fuck it. That's my kind of theory too. Is like, you know, you know what? As the or as an organization, the Flames really need to have. I think this is part of the problem, and this is just kind of like. A more cultural underlying problem. You want to talk about culture change? As an organization, the Flames need to ha- need to have a much a much more "fuck you, Edmonton" attitude. I think I'm sick of all this like tiptoeing because I hear this a lot. Like, oh, you don't want to start Wolf tomorrow against the big bad Oilers? Fuck the Oilers! Fuck those guys! Oh, we don't want the Oilers to ruin his confidence. How about Wolf is going to fuck them up? That's the kind of attitude we need to have. Right, we're gonna beat you with our fucking AHL goalie losers. Exactly. That's what I want to see more of from the fan base, myself included, because I'm always scared shitless of the others. But yeah, that's what I want to see. Wolf's gonna be going. Wolf's theoretically gonna be leading us against these guys for the next ten years. Let's go, bring it on. He doesn't give a fuck. Exactly. You think he? You think? And see, this is where I think you should play him. You think he isn't looking at that schedule? Like you know who Dustin Wolf is. Do you think he's looking at that scared, or do you think he's looking like I want to play that game so bad? Exactly. And that's the kind of that's what we need more of in our organization is those guys who want to play the Oilers. That's what's pissing me off right now. We don't have Chucky anymore. We don't have Chucky saying the more they tell me not to fight him, the more I want to fight him. We have all these guys who like we play the Oilers and they're going with their limp dick effort and they're talking about how well McDavid is the best player in the world. Oh, yeah, we really respect him. Well, you just got to be aware. Fuck them. Have zero respect for the Oilers. You have respect for the Oilers, and it shows on the ice when we get batted around like little pussies every time we play them. Anyways. I think Jonathan Huberto is going to be noticeable. Yeah, you think he's going to be jacked up to play the Oilers? No way. Think you're gonna notice him once, Toro? Drew'd be sure be nice if he tried to elevate his game to match McDavid. Wouldn't it be nice to go toe to toe with McDavid? Although I, I kind of feel like the the Huberto train is passed passes by here. Eh? Are we over it finally? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. 
does expect nothing. Yeah, he's. I'm like, oh, what? Yeah, multi point period. Holy shit! Wow. Holy shit! He actually looks like he belongs in the NHL. Wow. Let's lay off. Lay off. He's only he's on point for. He's on pace for fifty points. He's on pace for fifty, boys and girls. I'd throw Wolf in there tomorrow, but hey, what do I know? So they go and uh, they win four games straight. They lose to the Leafs. They'll probably lose to the Oilers. And then you got the gauntlet, the bad gauntlet. Yeah, the gauntlet for us is the reverse gauntlet. It's you like have the Zorro re- world. You have the reverse gauntlet, St. Louis, Columbus, and Chicago. I'm going to go ahead and say they lose two of those games. Well, we've we lost to Columbus. Have we lost to Columbus? No, we haven't played Columbus this year. We lost to them definitely twice last year. We haven't beat Chicago since 2022. So, I'll say we lose four straight. Lose the Leafs, lose the Oilers, lose to St. Louis, lose to Columbus, and we'll beat Chicago. That's my prediction. You're laughing. Yeah, it sounds all right. That sounds all right. Yeah. Although they have been playing some good hockey. Let's see what they can do. Um, Just beat the Oilers. I don't care. Just beat the fucking Oilers. Now, all right, do we touch on these guys? Pelche, still not sure when he's back. I I thought he was going to be back a lot sooner. He's practicing, and then I don't think he's playing tonight in the Wranglers game. Chillington? No. Did he play his first Pel- game? Uh, Chillington's played. He's playing tonight. I think he played one other game. I think today is the last day of his conditioning stint in the – AHL, so I think he'll have to be um, officially added to the roster after tonight. Have you seen him play? I watched the first game. He, I watched the game he played the other night in Calgary. He looked good. I think he tweaked oh, his yeah, groin okay. kind of, but yeah, he looked yeah. he looked good. All right, and then I mean, roster wise, like, what do you fucking do with Dubé at this point? Jeez, what's wrong with this guy? He's so bad. When when did he get a point? When did he have? When did he make a good play last? They got to wear Blasty. Just so this even, guy even in Blasty, he stinks. What's wrong with this guy? Yeah, he's looking bad. I don't know. Really? I'd get I'd get Coronado up here, put him in possible spot. I don't know what you do with Dubé. Like they scratch him that one game. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, no send it like yeah, nobody can't like nobody would take it like I don't know I think you just kind of like ride it out and <laughs> it's useless. It's been really bad. I don't know why there's always got to be, huh? Dude, you got seven points this year. There's gonna be like one or two guys that just fucking blow. Like, he's so bad, and it's so weird because it's like, I've never been a big Dubé guy. Like, well, I've been a big Dubé guy, but his underlying numbers haven't really been encouraging, but he's been he's been an effective. He's fast. He's skilled. He shows those flashes. He gets on some goal streaks. Got 45, got it, 45 points last year. Back-to-back 18-goal seasons, and now he's got three goals and seven points. Pretty weird for a 25-year-old. Just a they were talking all summer. They should sign him to a six-by-six. Yeah, right. Probably offered it to him, man. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Stay, please. <laughs> you love it here, don't you, Dylan? You love it. 
I've seen an I don't know Rosicka man. That guy doesn't play with much of anything. All right. I mean, okay. So I asked you the, you know, the weekly question: Will this will this Watch. team make the the playoffs? I, I, mean, I, I laid it out there for you that if I, I had a big if, and I said if blah blah blah. I just want your straight up answer. I still the, don't think so. Around the same, will this team make the playoffs? I still don't think so. I don't think you're beating out. I don't think you're beating out. Oh, like I don't think like Seattle has been playing really well lately. Um, Arizona, like I was surprised at how good some of those young kids in Arizona were. That Machelli kid is a is a he's a good yep. player. Cooley, they a, got some skill. They got speed. They got skill. Man, they're a fun team to watch. So I don't know. I still think LA is going to get it together at some point. Nashville, mm, but. I don't know. I still think you're going to be hard pressed to make the playoffs. Yeah. All right, man. Um, what do you want to wrap? Give us a closing thought. Beat the. F don't even just beat the Oilers. Beat them physically, mentally, spiritually. Can we just do that, please? I don't think it's and, within the fiber of most of these guys. But come on. And for the love of God, can someone just injure McDavid? by Coleman. Nice pass, Sharangovich in front, scores on the backhand. Short-handed goal. What a move by Sharangovich to make it 2-0 Calgary. One, Huberto with Sharangovich. Sharangovich scores! Second of the game for Sharangovich on a setup by Huberto, and the Flames restore their three-goal lead. In front, they score, hat-trick goal. Yegor Sharangovich on the power play. Sharangovich able to keep it in. 20 seconds left. He takes a look, shoots, scores! Top shelf, Sharangovich in overtime. Another come from behind win in the third. And the Flames.